He didn't even stop to take off his boots, just went straight through to the kitchen at the rear of the house and put the seed on a worn countertop. The thin cry echoed, seeming sharper, stronger in the confined space. Wyatt took off his hat and hooked it over the knob of a kitchen chair before turning back to the unhappy bundle. He lifted the blanket, momentarily marveling that a creature so tiny and fragile could emit such a shrill, ear-piercing cry. A quick search of the recesses of the seat revealed no clues to her identity, and he ran a hand through his hair as the cries increased, feet wiggling furiously now as well as hands. "'Shh, baby,' he murmured, his stomach sinking beneath the weight of the situation. "'He couldn't just leave her this way.' He reached out to unfasten the buckle strapping her in and pulled back once he caught a glimpse of his hands. He'd been herding stubborn cattle and fixing run-down fences all morning. Pulse still hammering, he rushed to the sink and the bar of soap he kept on the rim and an old chipped dish. He scrubbed his hands in the water, all the while looking over his shoulder at the baby, his nerves fraying as the cries grew more impatient. Instinct told him that he should pick her up. Babies needed to be soothed, right? After all, he'd be pretty ticked off at being strapped into a seat all day. He threw the hand towel next to the sink and went back to the seat. Shh, he repeated, desperate now to stop the crying. I've got you, just stop crying. He released the strap and reached out, took the baby, blanket and all, from the seat and rested her on the crook of his arm. The red blotchy face signaled more crying, and the wee body stiffened with outrage. Hey, Wyatt cajoled, wondering now if he shouldn't call 911. Surely this was an emergency. How many people came home to find a baby on their doorstep, after all? How had this possibly happened? Dimly he recalled that a bag had been on the veranda along with the seat. It was his best hope for a clue, he realized. So, baby and all, he opened the sagging screen door with his hip and retrieved the bag. His boots thunked on the scarred hardwood as he went back to the kitchen and the counter, putting the bag on top. Trying to ignore the crying, he wrestled the zipper with one hand while holding the baby tightly with his other arm. Perhaps in here there'd be a name, an address, some way to sort out this horrible mistake and return the baby to where she really belonged. He pulled out a handful of tiny diapers, then a pair of pajamas with soft feet and a stuffed animal. One, two, three bottles and a can of some sort of powder added to the collection on the counter, then more bottles. He ran his hand along the inside of the bag, more clothes but nothing else. Irritation flared, now that the initial shock was fading away. This was craziness, pure and simple. For God's sake, what kind of person left a baby on a stranger's porch and walked away? What kind of mother would do such a thing? What if he hadn't come back for lunch and she'd been left there all day? He let out a frustrated breath. Okay, without a doubt, the smart thing to do would be to call the police. And then he felt it something stiff near the front of the bag. He lifted a Velcro tab and reached into a front pocket, an envelope. Adjusting the baby's weight on his arm, he opened the flap, went to a kitchen chair and sat down, heavily. His eyes scanned the page, 
As if sensing something important were occurring, the infant quieted and she plunged a fist into her mouth, sucking noisily and whimpering. Wyatt read the brief words, his back sagging into the chair, staring at the plain paper and then at the tiny girl in his hands. Holy jumpin' Judas! Her name was Darcy. He said her name, tried it out on his tongue, his throat closing as the sound of his voice faded away in the quiet kitchen. The answer that greeted him was a fresh wail punctuated by a sad hiccup. The break had helped only to increase the baby's vocal reserves. Her crying rose to a fever pitch, and Wyatt closed his eyes, still reeling from the contents of the letter. He had to make her stop so he could think what to do next. His stomach rumbled loudly, reminding him why he'd come back to the house in the first place. Maybe she was hungry, too. As the inspiration struck, he grabbed one of the bottles off the counter where he...